Hello, thank you for watching and listening to you at Options. Um, this episode, I have Devin K of Direct Hit and Devin K and the Solutions on. Talk a lot about video games. His his, his strong stances on video games, uh, which I enjoy. He's a bit of a, a video game historian. We talk about you know uh, our childhood and and uh, Sega Dreamcast. Yeah, fun conversation. Make sure you go uh, follow his bands uh, on Instagram. It's at Direct Hit Band and at Devin K and the Solutions. Uh, Devin K and the Solutions have been putting out a lot of a lot of cool singles here recently. Um, go check those out wherever you get your your music. Make sure to follow You at Options uh, at You at Options on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, go follow the the Twitch channel. It's twitch.tv slash you at options. Trying to get up to the 50, 50 followers so I can make that, that sweet, sweet affiliate money. Um, yeah. Thanks for watching and listening. Devin, thank you for joining me. Hello. Uh, <laughs> How are you? I'm great, man. Uh, I've no, are you using your your OBS? To of course. <laughs> on those oh, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, a novelty that is not worn off to me yet. Hell yeah. It, <laughs> oh, damn. It never gets... I mean, this one I can have bees. Like, oh, no, look at all these bees. Oh, god damn it. So that's part of the fun. <laughs> it's... Is, what I've been doing with my time. <laughs> mm, it took it took me a second to to figure out that that's not a real cat. I mean, it's no, not. Well, it's, that's a real cat. It's a real cat. Ramsey's, but there he is. There he is. So you know, I got a lot of time. <laughs> is that your actual cat? Yes, that's my actual cat. We were filming some green screen stuff, and he just sat down. So we recorded it, and then I I just couldn't not have him always around. Right. <laughs> He's like. I and mean, he doesn't want to be around me because that's what cats do. Right. Uh, then I then I just digitally insert him because I got I got you know dependency issues with my cat. <laughs> oh damn it! That's understandable. Bees. And then you got the bees. <laughs> all right. So this is all for your uh, for your Twitch. Yes. You've yes. Been, you've been twitching a lot. How has that been going? It's been good. I took a little bit of time away from it. Cause there's been a bunch of like, just, you know, life stuff. And I want to do almost like a season two kind of reboot, which Ooh. I think I'm going to start in the next week or two. Nice. Uh, I really love the medium. I think the medium is absolutely incredible and it's not all about video games. It's like, there's, it's like your own public access <laughs> show. Uh, and there's just something I've always liked about that. And so I was doing interviews and then, I don't know, I feel like recently everybody's been kind of stepping outside for a minute. Everyone's like been stepping back from a lot of that stuff and, yeah. you know, what with shit kind of opening up slowly but surely or quickly, however your take is on it. Um, 
But now that that's come to pass and no one's still back out on tour yet, uh, I feel like I, I there's still time to just keep hassling people and interviewing them and Sick. talking and yeah, you well, understand talking to people on the internet's great. It's uh, yeah, just I love nice, it. Yeah, it's a nice way to feel like you're talking to another person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like room. like doing this sort of stuff, you know, I've, I think I've said before in here, it's like it's tough to just hit up somebody that you think is interesting and be like, hey, can I talk to you for like an hour it's it's a lot easier to be like hey do you want to do my podcast or be on my twitch show uh i mean yeah i think now is the time to just hit up people and talk to them i feel like that's been that's just been i don't know we're all so desperately lonely at still at the same time so now it's just like i'll talk to anyone anyone (laughs) kind of a thing anyone see i still have all these like queued up damn dude this is really really dumb (laughs) but yeah i just uh i use it as a means to like uh, continue being at like a, a Wednesday show at a bar. Yeah. You know, that was like my reasoning for doing Twitch and shit. Uh, Cause it was like, man, I don't have a, a, a way to like talk to st- semi strangers in my field uh, all the time. Oh, maybe I'll just do it on the internet and that yeah. gives it a purpose. Yeah. You understand. Give it a purpose. If you give it a point, then, you know, you don't have to be weird. Right. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is for a thing, not my own personal enjoyment now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, a duty, a, a calling. You know? Yeah, yeah. This is art now, and thus it means that I can ask for more. I keep looking around, uh, not just no more than my normal, a little more than my normal Twitchery. Is, is not there? Like the thing. Is there a Where concern? Did I put my weed, you guys. That's like what's bugging me. I'm sitting here trying to chat, I'm just getting up in the middle of your show. Hey, man. Explore the space. I'll, you know. Where'd I put that damn weed? I think there's never been a more stonery problem. <laughs> I was about to say. Misplacing one's marijuana. Oh, well, it's going to be, it's going to be an unfunny hour for me. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm already stoned, so we're good. Just um, straight facts. Yeah. yeah. How about you? What have you been doing with your time during this whole thing? What have you been up to? Man, it's just. <laughs> You know, I started this podcast, and so I've been able to talk to some cool folks. Uh, yeah, I've been trying to get my my Twitch going. It's tough, man. It's tough figuring which, out which which one's your Twitch. What's the name of it? Plug it. Plug you, your own. You had right. options. Twitch. Oh, very good. That's easy. Yeah, that, that's easy. Yeah, I, uh, but it's a uh, you know, you've got a good like, like you said, the, like public access like show feel like you have like cool bits and like stuff pop up and you know <laughs> I, but it's it's whatever there's i think that the coolest part about twitch is that you really don't uh there's no like rules to adhere to you right. can kind of do it whatever you want uh or however you want yeah. okay good i i am following you i just wanted to make sure yeah man I, uh, hey I, I just wanted that's the other thing about twitch is that it's still like not early obviously it's been around forever but like um us olds getting into it is still right. kind of early. So it's still very like, uh, I don't know. It's very supportive. It's a very supportive scene. I really enjoy it. It's, yeah. it's very cool. It yeah. won't replace shows, but I almost like it better in some aspects than right. shows. I don't have to drive really far to do a Twitch show. It's true. I don't, I don't have to like, uh, uh yeah you know be uncomfortable for nine to ten hours <laughs> like yeah there's no yeah for 40 minutes of work that may or may not pay it's, yeah, it's man. pretty cool there's, it's pretty there's cool. no gear hauling around you know 
No, no, all the gear is 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 firmly planted in this room, and or I can move it to the kitchen sometimes when we do <laughs> cooking or other dumb shit in, on on our on the show. So it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how heavy amps are you know they're terrible. It's the <laughs> worst, man. Oh my god, yeah. Everyone who's against that, like digi- digitizing the the amp, uh, get rid of. I'm all for it. I love it. Give give me a computer that makes it sound like an amp. You're not gonna know. No. Nobody knows because the computer is so good at it at this goddamn right. point that it's a computer. Yeah. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Yeah. It's a computer. We're trusting it for this right now. Right. I can also probably trust it making cut weighing a thousand pounds less than my, which my wonderful orange amp. Thanks orange for sponsoring me and giving me that amp. Not to talk shit about how your stuff's archaic and useless in the long term, but thank you for the <laughs> big, <laughs> big shout out to orange. A big shout out. Woo. <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, Whatever. They even make programs that sound like their amps. It's like yeah. we're hitting that point now. So who gives a shit? That's yeah. uh, that's my rant. Embrace, embrace it. Embrace it. Embrace yeah. it, baby. <laughs> it's coming. The the, yeah. the sound of inevitability. Already here, man. You just gotta get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you have two cameras? I do have two cameras. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I got Well, you can also. I can like. I use my phone. I got like a green screen that I set up over over yonder and stuff. It's amazing how like consumer and affordable and easy it actually is. Like, right. I don't think. Obviously, the computer was the biggest investment, but I also need that for a, like a myriad of other right. things. Right. So yeah, you make that one-time investment to make you money, and then it's like, well, what the hell else can it do? And then you spend $30 on Amazon for a company called Spettle. <laughs> it makes my webcam, I guess. Shout, Shout out, out to Spettle. Spettle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so thanks, Spettle, for all, all your kindness. These are terrible cameras. They, like, break all the time. But it's it's great. You don't have to have, like, my capture card is, like, $30. Uh, Chris Grau help me start he makes you do you know who chris grow is uh-huh. or, or chris grow has done like music videos for everybody in like the the ska scene oh, okay from like we are the union to fucking uh bite me bambi he works with no effects on like video stuff uh he kind of set me up with uh, how to do all this taught me like obs and we didn't even know each other like we just were mutual fans of each other's work and yeah. then now uh he's my go-to ideas and it guy and it's like that's just another testament to how wonderful the internet platform can be during times of isolation right. you know <laughs> community yeah yeah exactly it exists it's real and it's it's here forever baby <laughs> oh, <oops. laughs> boom there you go uh, there you go there you go. All right. So, what else do you want to talk about? What else do you want to do? <laughs> you got me. I'm here. Man, we're talking we coffee. We're doing it right now. What? Uh, oh, yeah. Devin K and the Solutions have been putting out singles. We has, have. Has the? Um, uh, you have a new record coming out. We do. I can't. I hate being a person who's like very uh, un popular and not famous to say things like i can't really i can't really talk about it yeah but i can't <laughs> i can't really talk about it uh that's cool so for whoever tunes into this you'll notice that this month there will be no single 
which mm. I know we said every month, but that's because something that's because the intended purpose of doing singles every month may be paying off. So just wait <laughs> and hopefully that that will all come to fruition as, as we're talking about it now with other stuff being intentionally vague. Um, and then you'll see why, and then it'll start back up and then we'll have a new record out and you're going to love it. So it's okay. good. It's fucking good. I usually don't say things are good. I usually don't like anything. Really? I like this record. Yeah. Yeah. I, I you know, like let I, it enjoy. I could go either way on that. Uh, <laughs> this one, this one's good. This yeah. is good. Brainless God. Sure. I don't know. But this one, love it. Pretty good. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I've liked the uh, I've liked the singles so far. In, in Thank my, you. In my preparation for this, uh, I was listening today to a lot of them. Oh yeah. Uh, I I don't know. We're just kind of doing whatever right now, uh, sound wise, and yeah. I like that. It's I wanna cool. Keep doing that. Yeah, I want to keep going with that. I want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I've been uh, punk is like you can only like, do so much with punk. You know it's what true. I mean? But unless if you like follow the rules that mm-hmm. everybody puts into place, there's like a, I don't know, like a high society of snobbery. Oh in, yeah. in punk and ska and everything. I feel like at times, which is gonna be any. It's an everywhere. It's every genre. It's just the ones that I align with at times. Yeah. So it's kind of like oh. But also, again, it's everywhere. You can just ignore it and do your own thing and have fun and, and embrace all the good stuff. So I want to do that. And then I also want to add, like, electronic stuff and, like, high production and, and crazy instrumentals. And it's like, why why shouldn't you? Right. I don't know. All the all the Ramones records that people just still listen to are the ones that were all guzzied up after they were done anyway. With, yeah. like, chimes and bells and whistles. Who cares? <laughs> you know? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's true. Yeah. Uh, uh, Twelve-string guitars. You know, yeah, absolutely. Like I mean, that stuff. I haven't done that yet. I've six is enough, right? <laughs> is, is, <laughs> Who can figure out what to do with those others? I barely remember what to do with the twelve six that are there. Not what's, twelve. What's the uh, what's the the wackiest instrument you've used on uh, a solution song? Oh, wackiest. I mean, so Joram, our keyboard player, uses a myriad of samples on their okay. keyboard setup. So we get to do like lots of. We've been kind of obsessed with bells, like very. We've been liking really, really theatrical shit. Uh, but then also with like, kind of like '80s synth. The weirdest thing I've played. I've been getting into like not like official slide guitar, but implementing slide in my solos and and stuff like That's that. Cool. So. That one's been a lot. I've been doing a lot more slide stuff. That's cool. But not like, again, not like a talented slide player, like someone who found a slide and is like, well, let's see what this is. This thing's all about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, is, <laughs> is it an actual slide guitar or are you using like a... No, I'm using my my guitar and then this oh, little, that little guy. Little guy and then it's like... Wow, wow. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you got that going for us, which is nice. Um. Yeah, I mean, if we could, I would have like an orchestra play. It'd be like polyphonic spree shit. Wow, but robes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, costumes. <laughs> maybe was that robes and costumes? Uh, some. I mean, we already do some sort of like we have the what I guess our dress code is like uh schlub going to a job interview, so we all <laughs> wear like crappy button up shirts. It's like. I've always appreciated when a band, it's like you can go both ways, I think. Obviously, like direct hit, we don't dress up in any certain way, but that's almost like a uniform within itself kind of deal. It's like, uh, you know, 
walk on stage and what you were wearing, walk off and, and hang out and what you were wearing. Yeah. Deal. But uh, I've also liked watching punk as fuck bands like Anti-Flag all dress in fucking black and look good as fuck doing it. And right. I still, you know, it's part of the show. So yeah. I think we wanted to have some sort of, especially because we noticed that bands in punk ska and all that stuff were getting this kind of boost as we started to come back. And it's like kind of a coincidence. We almost wanted to... I don't know, like embrace what we liked about the the because there, there's a lot of hate for the goofiness of '90s like ska, ska and stuff. Yeah. But I liked it, right? <laughs> In some some of it I liked, obviously, but I definitely liked. There was like this weird style of like goofy uniform. Maybe like Aquabats is like the furthest, and Real Big Fish are pretty far in there. But like the hippos still had yeah heads are gonna roll where they were all down in their button ups that were all gray, and it looked fucking to me it looked like a really stylish loser core look and i yeah. fucking loved it yeah so i think that's what we're stealing from cool. as we were noticing this whole thing of just like oh we should have so we should almost make it look like we didn't we we like got the memo at the last second that uniforms were in so it's like well i don't know put on a button up <laughs> like, i did i did notice yeah. in a, a video you posted uh, recently, where you're wearing a, a button-down, like long-sleeved denim shirt tucked in to your jeans. Yep. <laughs> and so I was like, "That's a look, man. I love it." Yeah, yeah. It's like it's a bad. We want to be like the least cool, good band. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Cool is like really a lot of work, and to mm, be cool is like true. really tough. And I think that there's like uh, during it's the a- pandemic, I followed a lot of Oliver Tree. Okay. Uh, I still I still like Oliver Tree and I kind of fell in love with like that. I've been uh who is what is this dude I've been fucking obsessed with? Uh Nick Lutzko, who I really like if you ever watched his stuff. Uh-uh. It's like it's all like it's kind of it's like really good music that is like at times like I feel like Oliver Tree can almost be seen as funny, but I think the music is super good. Yeah, for sure. But it's like all an image. Like Nick Lutzko does that same thing where it's all this. It's almost like comedy, but the fucking songs like still slap and yeah. like out of context can still make you feel weird. Yeah, which is like really neat. Like uh, I've been obsessed with that recently, so that's what I've been trying to gear with the solutions. Yeah, it's performative theater rock yeah. <laughs> like theater yeah. kid rock yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, oliver tree absolutely it's, yeah it's just such a, a strange like you said like character but the music is is insane it's yeah it's so good the, char- <laughs> the character can at times undermine what's happening in the seriousness of the music and i really love sure. that like change because you you're almost watching two different content streams based around the same piece of music which yeah. is like oh shit that rules and it's like obviously dude's got <laughs> label money and all yeah, this yeah. like crazy shit behind him for sure like yeah big big maybe even industry plant shit but who cares I, honestly i don't care about any of that as long as the tunes are good there's a lot of plants that we all end up liking not tram stamps but you get it not uh, tra- <laughs> tra- that's a great yeah i've i uh i saw that recently all the tramp stamp tramp stamps stuff and oh yeah it's it's funny it's like not a surprise to me that it exists and right it wouldn't have ever really especially me uh, this old dying person that i am i probably would never have come across it on my for you on tiktok yeah. but then when i everyone on kind of twitter started like making fun of it is the only time i really tuned in 
got my laughs, and then I got out. Yeah. <laughs> like it's pretty standard, like crummy pop, and yeah. it's like it makes perfect sense. And I think people who like it will like it, and it's gonna <laughs> then it will just either fizzle or I don't know, be like a like a broken side. Almost oh, like a yeah. meme 10 years ahead of its time kind of a thing. Visionaries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess the real point is that this this is a broken side appreciation. No, I don't know. I think they did like terrible things. I think I so, think so, yeah. I don't want to sing their praises either. Oh no. <laughs> well, redacted. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll cut that out in post. The the broken side stuff. We're we, can get, we can get that in post. <laughs> oh man. Uh so what else have you done in your uh in your quarantine, uh, COVID, uh, life. What else have I done? Uh, I just, I spent it all, I spent a lot of it working on music. Yeah. Twitch. I almost like can't slow down or stop. It's yeah. like weird to me. I have to, or I have to hit like kind of like a milestone. Like recently I've taken a break cause I feel like we've gotten to a spot where we can't really move yet. So yeah. it's like, ah, oh, fuck. Like I'm just going to breathe for a minute and then you have to kind of go back in like i don't know so like i worked on this unreleased thing uh most of it by like recording a lot in, in on my laptop that's behind me and then bringing it to because you know we obviously couldn't get together so it was kind of like you would always take a risk during like peak infection excuse me burp uh peak <laughs> infection times and all that shit so like we would just have to kind of like get Jorm and I in a room together and then like Jacob maybe and then like we would wait two weeks <laughs> and then we would get back in a room yeah. and with like with Ian our trumpet player instead uh, and we would kind of helm that and since we record everything ourselves and don't use any like studio yeah. stuff we just use whatever we can um <clears throat> it was a lot of just managing that and seeing different ways that we could get stuff onto an audio file and then send it off to Mike uh, Kennedy from the Rejects oh, yeah, yeah. who mixes and helps fine tune our sound because bringing it back, we were, we've embraced that digital soundscape where it's like, I haven't plugged in my amp to record a live amp in a long time because I don't need to right now and I'm confined to an apartment. So I use things that sound exactly like my amp yeah. and you don't notice. And then I tell people and they go, that's not cool. And then you're like, you didn't notice. You didn't notice. Like you did it. You probably some of your favorite record. If any one of those people who like sings about how great the new machine gun Kelly record is, it's like that, that guy did the same shit. All, <laughs> like, all computer. They just yeah. were, was that all computer? Yeah, all computer, and it's fine. What difference does it fucking make? Someone still played it, like, right. or if they didn't, someone wrote it. I don't know. I'm just, I'm over all this, the drama of it. The, <laughs> I'm over it, you know? Who needs it? Why spend, who wants to go to a studio? It's like there's some person there you don't know, and you gotta, like, be good all the time. In this mm. setting, I could, like, have a night where I just suck, and it's like, well, I'm just not going to take use any of those takes. I'm going to yeah. get it good night's rest and then do it tomorrow and then lo and behold you have it you don't have that looming counter of hours up against your back of, yeah oh i gotta get a good take or i gotta rush or i gotta do this you set your rules set your rules mm. <laughs> I don't know. yeah that's that's like what's been that's what i've done 
That's what, that was your question was what did I do during the pandemic? I can talk <laughs> about nothing. You have no idea. Um, that I caught up on a lot of video games. Uh, I got to try out a bunch of new stuff using this gaming PC that I have now that I sunk a bunch of money into. Hell yeah. Like, a yeah, it was, uh, it was time. It was time. I have like all of these, like on this, I have a huge video game collector. That's only like a small portion of it. And I was playing off of all the dedicated consoles for most, for a long period of time. Yeah. And I still do. But then I've realized I was missing out on all of this incredible like indie content that I can't really get anywhere. And when cyberpunk came out, it was way cooler to play it on a PC where it was kind of intended to be, even though it was still like buggy Buggy, and garbage and ended up kind of being like a dumb game. I still had a way more fun time with that build (laughs) than I bet I would have, if I had played it on my PS4 or, or whatever, it still made me go like, okay, this game has its flaws, but it also is kind of better. I don't know why that was important to me to have that opinion about a game that was essentially like the Duke Nukem forever of its time. But uh, yeah, that's what I've been up to making opinions about video games. Uh, it's a, <laughs> are you playing? Are you playing anything right now? Uh, I just beat the new resident evil. I think I'm going to go back through. Good. Don't tell me. I okay. just got, uh, I don't want to spoil it for anyone listening. So plug your ears, but I got to the baby monster. Woo! That's one of my favorite, like, segments in I, I, I don't know I, my favorite game is PT arguably and yeah. it felt like they were doing a whole PT tribute with that section and I still haven't beaten it yet I'm still I'm in like one of the lockers right now as it's as it's crawling around, crawling around. Like, yeah yeah but um like you kind of knew what was going to happen they almost like alluded to like a PT sort of thing when the ghost disappears no spoilers but I uh, yeah, that first time that it pops its head around, yeah, as you follow the cord, was one of my like favorite. Like I just let it eat me because I was so like, cool. oh man, this is awesome. Oh, like yeah, right. <laughs> like I had to start over just because it was so. It was good. That village has been really, really cool so far. It's great. I don't get why people are bitching. I love that it fucking moves. Everyone's like, I need a 70 hour experience in these games. And it's just like, fuck, what do you, what do you do that you have 70 hours? Like, give me the fucking good parts. Like, I don't care. $60, go to a Regal cinema and tell me if you get popcorn and a soda, you're not going to end up spending $60 for two hours. What are you, are you crazy? Yeah. People are whining about everything. Oh, yeah. That's it. People complain. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just, a, it's crazy. Yeah. There, there's no, I'm, no filler in that game. It's so good. No, exactly. Yeah, it just keeps it fucking moving. It's cool. So far, I've been very happy with it. I hear that the, there's a segment that will let me down, and then it will get good again. So I'm excited. Yeah, was, I, I, yeah, I, I had no problems. <laughs> I'm not going to give you any spoilers or anything. But okay, good. Yeah. So, or, yeah. I'll, or I'll end this Zoom <laughs> <laughs> Promptly end the Zoom call. Good day. <laughs> yeah, just close it out. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, Uh Resident Evil Village kicks ass. What there's some there's been so much cool shit that's come out. Obviously, I'm very into video games. Uh, It's it's a big part of my life. (laughs) What was a what was like one of your big like childhood games? Ooh, um, like your maybe your your fondest memory or your favorite one that just pops your brain. It's always Jack Ryan Radio is like ooh yeah first real. 
second real wow i think everyone in my age bracket has like I feel like everybody's age bracket has similar video game like wow moments. Like yeah. mine is definitely the Super Mario 64. First time you play it, you've never seen anything like it. It makes your head hurt. You remember his face like popping in in yeah. 3D and you're just like, whoa! Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't, I just can't. Just like, and you play it until your eyes bleed. But <laughs> Jack Ryan Radio is like, the Dreamcast is like my favorite. Oh, yeah. I have a really, really extensive collection of Dreamcast shit. I don't think there's like a system that made my jaw like hurt because it was constantly a gape it was like jack ryan radio was like the first game that made me kind of be like wow you can really you can make something completely unique yeah with this medium and like you don't you don't need to apologize so like yeah that's why the dreamcast was so special like sonic adventure one is like one of the best games ever made even though it's fundamentally pretty gross and broken to play because you know it so was Super Mario 64's camera. Like, we look past these things right. from a technical point. And that game is fucking amazing because it was just like, hey, hey, you know what you like about Sonic? We're just going to not do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're just going to stop that for a minute right. uh, and see what, what else we can do. And that's, I don't know. I like when people do that. I, I There's this, I have this thing about the Marvel movies where I don't really get into the Marvel movies because I feel like I'm just being sold the same origin story over oh. and over again. And then eventually it's now all just like everybody fucking elbowing each other going like, like, look at that. It's Iron Man in this one. And it's like, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm wrong because everyone else likes it. Yeah. Like I'm the idiot, but I guess I can't help, but I'm the idiot. And so like that shit is like, to me, like the call of duty of like video games. Like, yeah, they're good, but I, I don't know. I, I get it and I enjoy them, but I also don't champion them. There's so much other cool, weird shit that this medium has produced and that we need to, like, focus on. And that was, like, Jack Ride Radio for me. It was kind of like that Space Channel 5. I'm even looking at them all right now. Um, Shenmue blew my mind, even though it was extremely boring, despite what anybody says. Anybody who says Shenmue is fun is lying to you. Um, they just do it because they read it on, like, Polygon or something. That was a good <laughs> game. It's, it's so boring. Um <laughs> Uh, oh my god, the crazy taxi ports are like unbelievable. Yeah. It's very few arcade games translate to like the home center, and the Dreamcast made that. And I kind of have like a big background in arcade shit. I have one right next to me, right over there. <laughs> like, okay, uh, yeah. So I don't know. I dig that vibe. That's that's my first big video game memory. Can you tell that I tangent a lot? I'm sorry. I love it, man. <laughs> no, we, we nothing but time. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, uh, Gamecast was so like it was too early, you know. Oh yeah, it was early. It was different, and then it also didn't have like the modern marvel of the DVD player, which is like yeah the funniest thing to think about. What probably put the the you know the hammer down on it was like. Sony's like, yo, check this out. Not only do we have solid ass lineup of games constantly, you can watch DVDs, and those are cool right now. And yeah. it was PS2 is an amazing, yeah. amazing console, and a and a rightful killer of of it. But I don't know. There's something about it. Also, I, I mean, if you think about if the Dreamcast went any longer, I don't know. It probably would have been a sadder story. You know, <laughs> it yeah. probably would have been. 
like one of those bands that should only have like two albums and has like 40 just keeps going like, yeah uh, i don't know if i don't know if it would have been revered in the same past light had it gone on any further that's true um i remember as a kid when we had we had the dreamcast and my brother was playing fantasy star online like oh, yeah. with people online i'm like what do you mean yeah exactly <laughs> i was like these people what are you talking about these are other these are real people <laughs> it's like well what are they in the other room right and you're like no 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 they're in a whole different house right maybe on a different place yeah then you puke again <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Oh, it, it's uh yeah it was like a mind-numbing device that uh, the uh I the like four of laying around the the memory the memory cards <laughs> with the the screens Hell yeah, the VMUs. Yeah. Those are those are what an amazing little tack on to it just the whole thing just screams fun when you look at it. Yeah. And it's like the PS2 is a fucking like it looks like a goddamn like cable box <laughs> in its first iteration. Same with like I don't know, the Xbox the first Xbox is really cool. I'm looking at it now. But yeah, that first I have the fat PlayStation. I don't have any of the slim ones. I don't like those as much. But yeah. uh yeah, the, the fat that looks like a fucking that looks like a modem. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, and then there's this Dreamcast, which is this weird little gray, and it was so loud. Mm. Like I, I feel like that's like one of my favorite qualities of it is that disk drive is just like you could not play it when your parents were like asleep and you had a small house. Because <laughs> it would just be like fucking roaring at full blast and they'd be, they would know you're up. Yeah. So loved that sellout machine as I would try and game at night before school. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was uh it was cool. That's yeah, that's my Dreamcast rant. Hell it's yeah. me ranting about the Dreamcast. <laughs> yeah. Then yeah. So you've been a, a a video game person for your your whole life, pretty much. Uh yeah. I think that well yeah, I think so. Because the earliest memory of it was like I would go to my grandfather's house and yeah. they for some reason had a fucking Nintendo and I don't <laughs> think they ever used it. I think they just like obtained it or something, yeah. but they also knew that it was like the but, one thing that would for the grandkids make me happy. Yeah. yeah, I didn't want to like talk to anybody. I wasn't like a very social kid. Right. Uh I was also like the youngest of a lot of like not siblings but like family. So I was yeah. already had this weird like <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I, this is a lot for me. So yeah, they would plot me in front of it and they would they would get like a random game like once a year. And it was always some weird thing, which is what turned me on to the adventures of Lolo. I don't know if you ever played that. that no, game. what is what is that one? There's three of them. You're this like little dot, and you just solve like puzzles. Uh, okay. And you're looking for your your girlfriend who's a pink dot. Oh. And it's like a really fun puzzle game. That like that game showed up in their, <laughs> in their like collection, and I don't know why there was a lot of golf games that I I had played uh, a lot of <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> Because they were like, oh, kids love golf. Golf? It's a kid's um, sport, yeah. Yeah, yeah grow golf. With you. you know what? Kids are always can't shut the fuck up about this <laughs> golf. Yeah. Can't keep them away from the from the, from the yeah. links. Oh, my God. My kid is just like, golf. Oh, I need it. And uh, yeah, so that was like, and then, of course, there was Mario 3, which was yeah. like, fine, just put that on. But uh, yeah, I fell in love with all these like weird ass games because, I, oh, uh, the Off-Road series, which is like my favorite like weird ass, like from from arcade to NES to the dog shit iterations that came after. Yeah, it. 
all stemmed from that NES kind of a thing. Uh, Cause they were like, Oh, kids love rally cart racing. If there's one thing people love is Ivan Iron Man Reitman. The, of of the rally car race fame, who yeah. everyone remembers, uh, he's Can't gonna love him. this fucking yeah yeah he's gonna love yeah everyone remembers his accomplishments and we I need to say nothing else about it um, because you already know and right. that would be annoying yeah um, yeah that's like one of my favorite games due to that whole thing so yeah I've been playing games since like a, a long ass time and I'm a <laughs> a long time defender of them being just as much of art of, as, as anything else oh, kind yeah. of a thing. Yeah, yeah. man. Look at uh, a guy like Kojima or something. He's making like, oh yeah, his games are like movies pretty much. Yeah. I agree. Death Stranding was like, uh, I don't know. Was that a pandemic game? I don't, I don't think so. I think, I think it was, it was right. a little bit before. Yeah. But I played that like top to bottom. Uh, for, for, I don't, for, I don't know why <laughs> that was like the funniest thing is cause I was, we were living like my uh, partner cat and I were living in, um, I gestured to the door because right. she's outside. There she is. She listen, yeah, listen, just yeah. listening. Yeah. With a cup. It's like, I said your name, honey. Uh, no, um, that's in our contract. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I remember it coming out and we were living in a studio and we only had one room obviously as right. the studio does the studio, and, yeah. uh, it would one TV. Man. And that would always be on, and it's not an entertaining game to watch. No. <laughs> it's hardly an entertaining game to play. Yeah, but there's something so fucking compelling about it that I don't know what it was. And when it was done, I just was like, "Hmm," and that was it. That was like the end of my feelings. I hated the story, but I also didn't care that I hated the story yeah. because I also liked it because I have an appreciation for. If I'll, I'll usually like something if it's something that I've never seen before. Yeah. I feel like, you know, it's like horror movies have that way with me where it's like a lot of really bad ones exist, but you still kind of appreciate somebody trying something completely original and yeah. sure it'll flop, but like you got to give it, you got to give him at least an original idea is like an impossible thing when, when Marvel movie, when Marvel movies exist. <laughs> I haven't done a cut in a while. So there, you there you go. go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that's, that game was good. I redownloaded it on PC to look at it in its fancy graphics and I have not tried it since that was $30. I just flushed down the toilet. So uh, maybe I'll play it again. Maybe I'll play it with mods. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I do have. Have I, I talked? Have I talked you out of your complete rhythm? I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, man. No, this is, this is what it's all about. Uh, <laughs> you, you are know? hearing me talk. You're you're, <laughs> make, you're making it easy for me. Sick. All right. Uh, I do have some. Like, <laughs> I came up with some like uh, lightning round questions. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes with me. Yeah, <laughs> light. I'm using lightning. You know, very loosely. Yeah, I you know how lightning strikes very slow and to the point, just drawn out, completely yeah, lost and wobbly and noodle like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Are you in Milwaukee? Is it? Is it? I'm in Chicago. Chicago. uh, I'm the only person in direct. Well, no, that's not true anymore because now Jordan lives in is in Chicago. But I'm not. I've never lived in Milwaukee. Oh, okay. Uh, I've always commuted from Chicago to Milwaukee to play with and around direct hits. How far how far away is that? How long a drive? 81 miles city center to city center. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah. 
It's okay. It's like an hour and a half. It's like whatever. I don't know. It's not terrible. I don't I don't really commute to work when I live in a city. So that's my commute. That's what I commute to kind of a deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's fine. We're 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 a band that gets together, but we're also a band of old people. Now we're not old, but right. we we have a different adult. Yeah. yeah, we've been around for a while and so there's a different level of Dare I say professionalism at times, but yeah. also, you know, like there's no more of that. Like, what am I going to do? Like, just learn your part. And if you don't learn it, we'll learn it. Yeah. Yeah. There's not like drama or, or that that shit. I, I feel like that was like a younger band thing. Now that we're an older band, I think the band's going on like 12 fucking years and shit. I've been nice. in for 10 now. Nice. So, um, yeah, it's it's like one of those things where, yeah, you could you show up and you you know the best that you know, and then you just shrug it off. We're, we're an aging punk band. Uh, it's part of it. <laughs> is it a uh, is it tough to uh, like when you're writing a song? Are you like, OK, I'm going to write a song. This is going to be a direct hit song or this is going to be a, a solution song. Is it tough like, into, with that balance? Oh, I go into it thinking like that, but I go into like songwriting as kind of like a. Uh, uh, the uh, like the creation of a product. I know mm. that sounds like really bad, and that's not the intention. I, but I it's get it. the way that I can put it together. So it's like if I am going to write something for direct hit, I'm going to write something for direct hit that falls within the loose. Like, there's no real boundaries. Obviously, right. we can write, we could write like a honky tonk record. You know, <laughs> like that. That's up to us. But then, you know, there's also just like little things that make the songs in direct hit, direct hit. So you try to incorporate those. Whereas I know my formula for the solutions, which isn't a secret. You can hear it if you just like parse out each song. They all they all follow like three set patterns. But I think that's what all like, you know songwriters kind of do yeah it's just they verbalize it that way there are also people that don't do that that like make that i i don't understand i i can't i respect because i don't know how to do it like that way like people who can just be like oh i have to do it completely from feel without an intention going in it's like no i have like a i have my million dollar hook baby yeah. and like i gotta sell that hook and that's what i want to do mr wanna, big yeah yeah like let's <laughs> let's fucking Let's get out there and and uh, give give them a show. Like, how can this song be like have you know yeah to it? Yeah. Um, and that's that's just my method. Uh, so yeah, I always I always try to if I'm writing for another band or I'm writing with another band. Like when I was uh, working on that Dollar Signs record, it was kind of like, what do you? How do you like find the little things that make this artist? I didn't write any of their stuff. I helped produce their record, but. Uh, it's like, yeah, how do you sell the charm of, of this band? And how do you sell the charm of that band? Because otherwise we would all just sound the same. Yeah. <laughs> like a dumb little example of it is like in all these solution songs, there's this, not all of them, but you'll, you'll hear it in some where it's like a fall down on the piano. It's like, bam, ball, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> yeah. and that's just been like a trope of mine. Like that isn't Joram doing that even though Joram plays the keyboard like we all obviously loosely play tons of different stuff there's mm. songs that I barely play guitar on because other members are better suited or have different styles and stuff uh but uh 
like when you hear that falling piano thing, that's just been like this thing that I think is like a thematic, nice. Yeah. Like, it's like a thing that you'll start to catch if you listen to a lot of our stuff and you'll be like, Haha. it's almost like those jazz. I, I make this reference all the time, but it's like those when you like watch a jazz performance and there's like a guy who laughs in the in the crowd. I think this is like a bit I'm stealing from a, a stand up comedian. I don't mean to, but it's it's so relatable because it's like when I was in like music school, they would there was always the jazz instructor who would they would play like this lick that I guess is like a joke. Jacob knows more about it being a, a better smart person than me. And like, yeah, he'd be like, ha, like in the audience or like, ho, ho, anytime Whoa. someone would do like a sick fucking move. Yeah. And um, I just always thought that that was like my equivalent to doing that would be like, you stick these little tropes that yeah. are peppered out. And that's like your charm as a band, because at the end of the day, you're writing pop punk songs like there's no you can't you're not changing that <laughs> but right. how do you make this pop punk song more quirky and or more in direct hit sense like hard hitting and melody based yeah. which is like a lot of how that band works i like to keep the energy up uh keep the melody as like what you're selling da- a lot of downstroking like make sure you're make sure you're doing that ramonzi kind of stuff yeah. and like uh you know, when you're doing your solos and stuff, try to incorporate the melody. That's like a big, it's a big thing we like to do. And I think that that's like, obviously it's a longstanding, uh, a lot of bands do it, but it's like, you know, just stuff to think about. That's how I do it. Yeah. That's my, yeah, I did it. I already took away your lightning round. <laughs> if, <laughs> the you, lightning has just gone very, yeah, like it's just down slowly. Do you, yeah. uh, do you produce a lot of records? No, uh, I don't know. Is, is no. that a thing you want to do? Yes, very much. Uh, I really like, I like uh, watching other artists work and uh, getting to Mm. kind of, well, I think that half of the production to me is being that other person who sees what the people in the band don't see. And like, I I think that's like what Mike Kennedy has really been to a lot of, a lot of the music I've put out is he has that ear of what I want or but also can't do because i'm too selfish and stupid when i'm making music so that's like that's my goal is i get to like work with other people and kind of pick apart their stuff but in like a totally non-judgmental way just right more of like you know what your band sounds like a triangle right there and it's just like trust me people are going to remember that triangle and it's like mm. stupid yeah stupid weird little shit that I don't, you just, you don't, you don't get to uh, do. I, we, we like self-produce all our records. So I guess we kind of produce, yeah. you know, our own stuff. But yeah, I'd like to start doing more for other people. That dollar signs thing was like crazy fun, real learning experience. At times I wanted to pull my hair out, but I think that's part of it. That's like right. the fun. Yeah. 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 And like, <laughs> yeah. like you were saying, it's like, it's for another band. It's the music isn't like precious to you, you know, where it's like, yeah, right. but also like I understand that it's precious to right, a yeah. ton of people. Yeah, right. so it's like you're walking this this line where you don't want to be like I think in the middle of the song you should be like fuck, like no, like that's not what your band normally does, right, right. and maybe you shouldn't do that. Uh, yeah. it, it's more like yeah, how are you gonna get how are you gonna get that dumb Twitter comment? 
that's like triangle, like on the fucking offbeat, like unbelievable. Like it's just, it's fun. Yeah. Music is really fun that way. And um, yeah, I think that that's what I, that's also going back is what I mean by like the commercialization of it. It's like, you're kind of selling, you're just like selling an experience in like a way. Mm. Like you want to get, especially with like punk and shit. It's yeah. like, you're trying to get people, no matter what, the energy's there. You're trying to get, somebody to feel something through this like fucking you right. know, fast paced shit and I don't know that's that's what I'm aiming for constantly so let me produce your record uh viewer do it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah do it uh, just do it <laughs> have you ever wanted to do like a full like I don't know like a synth album or something something wacky like that oh yeah I uh, I definitely want uh, yeah I want to do like I, I'm I'm pretty open to right. To stuff. I think we've been pushing that kind of stuff, like that one horse song on Limited Joy and Parchment and Petroleum that just came out where Yeah, that's a good one. We're like the guitar doesn't have to be the instrument that carries the song. It can be other instruments. I need to learn that there are other instruments that yeah. have rhythmic and melodic value that it's it's been super cool. I know that I mean we're already talking about our next one. We we're always talking about the next one because we like to just put out a lot. Yeah, and I write songs at a pretty fast click, um, but I, I mean, yeah, the next one we want to do more like these past two have been super maximal, like maximalist in the sense of all the stuff we're putting into it and all six members fucking going, you know, most of the time. But what if we did one where it's very minimal, but with these six members and like we kind of did it with those acoustic that Achilles feels stuff. And now we want to like try and fuck with that even more where I don't know, like a lot of pop music I'm noticing there's like, is very minimal right now. It's like a, it's like a beat and like some cool sample pad and like not a whole bunch else. And it fucking works and it it rules and it's melody based and style based. So it's like, what why not why can't we do that who's saying that who the fuck is anyone even saying anything about my band no so like who gives a shit like (laughs) like we can do whatever we want uh and i think everybody should kind of do whatever they want now i mean we just lived through a global pandemic what are you what why aren't you letting it all hang out now you know you didn't die so let's uh let's get fucking weird and be cool with ourselves at this point uh and take away dipshit genres that i fucking just can't stand people trying to place everything somewhere just pisses me off (laughs) i feel like genres are helpful for cataloging things at a store but not for speaking to an artist's Mm. range yeah Yeah. that's right drop that bomb (laughs) yeah it's it can be limiting you know for for no for arbitrary reason yeah Absolutely. Mm. Uh, what's what's your favorite uh, truck stop or gas station when when you guys are touring? <laughs> that's really funny that you asked it. That's one of that's one of my favorite questions <laughs> to ask on our Twitch Please. show. Yeah, I love that. Uh, mine, is, oh, don't make me choose. You know, it's like one of those things where no one ever asks me how my day is going. <laughs> <and> <laughs> This is it. This is that moment. I say Wawa is still the favorite, mm. just as like a local to that uh, truck stop chain. Yeah. But then there's like Sheets has got some good ass fucking food. Yeah. 
Um, I don't. I I don't care for uh, come and go. Mm. They don't ever have anything. I don't. I don't know why people. I mean, it's a funny name, but it's true. They don't. They don't have regional foods. Everyone likes Bucky's. I like Bucky's mm. to an extent. I think I like Bucky's before the pandemic because Bucky's is like a carnival fair. Yeah. In in the amount of people that are there at yes. any given juncture. So I don't know if I'm ready to dive back into buying my caramel popcorn. Uh, in a place your that your beaver nuggets. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, uh, but I do like Bucky's. I do like that their bathrooms are like trying to prove something to you. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I always, I always find that really funny. They have like underglow and shit. It's like, <laughs> it's pissing at a truck stop. Doing like, the most. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Like you're, <laughs> You're really showing me that you've changed. Like, okay, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so, yeah, those are my – that's my long-winded answer. Mm. Wawa. Wawa has the single best food yeah. situation going on. For sure. I mean, you're always going to get diarrhea, but, uh, <laughs> that's yeah, that's, that's one of them. But, you know, it's a good diarrhea. It's an earned diarrhea. Earned. <laughs> you got to yeah. earn your diarrhea. Yeah. So, oh, so, yeah. There's that. He's bees. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Buy the ticket, take the ride, get the diarrhea, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what you showed up for. <laughs> oh, man. What was, uh, what was your last tattoo? Uh, this bear wearing sunglasses. Whoa. Uh, done, done by a guy in Florida. Uh, squid ink tattoo. Uh, yeah, that's like... It's like my spirit animal. They get mm. they get like stuck in things. They're too big a lot of the time. Yeah. They uh they you know, they mean well, but then they get curious and break stuff. That's just like me in a nutshell. I'm just a big dumb bear who's like hungry and wandering into town getting, yeah. <laughs> and upsetting the people. Yeah. yeah, that's like yeah, that's <laughs> that's how I've always seen it. So I love it. And it's got sunglasses. It's you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's probably hungover or something hungover, stupid. Yeah. Or t- tired, yeah. yeah I feel <laughs> that. <laughs> hungover bear, I feel that. I can relate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a hungover bear, and that's that's most of it. I am today. <laughs> so that's that's good. That's good. What's uh what's your worst uh borders slash customs experience? Let's see. Um Borders and customs has always been like kind of a whatever. I, I mean, you always kind of you always kind of get used to it being just a slight pain or like always a little bit scary too. Like I don't know, yeah. there's always something you're like giving up, like every right you have to be in this weird dead zone for a little bit. Yeah. Um, we had like I don't know. We we've been like turned away f- a couple of times in like our career for like bullshit dumb stuff we definitely oh nice my stalling paid off um there was this direct hit tour we did with the d cracks a band from austria right and i believe it was the d cracks us and the jetty boys from sheboygan mm-hmm. and something happened where the d cracks didn't get their paperwork correct and they were gonna kind of fudge it which <laughs> i've definitely seen people do and like get through and and stuff so it was kind of like okay uh do you and so they got they were driving with the jetty boys and they got stuck and stopped and they were like are you a band and they were like no and then they saw their equipment and they're like well okay (laughs) and so then (laughs) this was coming back from canada into Uh, the state okay so the austrians got sent back 
from so like the Jenny Boys had to miss a bunch of a couple shows. They got booted from this from the states and Canada. And now I don't think that I, they they might be able to now. It's enough time may have passed. It was Damn. pretty early on in my time with Direct Hit. I think it was like a seven year ban on coming to the states. They haven't come back yet. And I don't think that they will because it's almost like if you've ever toured Europe and then go and tour the States, why? Yeah. <laughs> they treat you with like respect there and here we don't. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's one of the worst. And one of the best was going into France, which is like one of my favorite places on the planet. And um, they, uh, like I remember, we didn't have to show our passport. <laughs> just like just get on into France. <laughs> it was yeah. like one of those like weird. You know, you've been traveling like three flights. You get in, you're fucking jet lag, and you're you're looking on a show that night. So you're like, oh, I'm gonna need to nap, and we're gonna have to get right to it, which is exciting and fun. But you always have that pit in your stomach, and we're like. Hello, I'm from America. They're like, get in. You're like, okay. <laughs> like, sick. <laughs> All right. So yeah, then that just fits my that just fits my whole vibe. Was that France? <laughs> like, just, I like the way they think. Right, yeah, <laughs> that right, was pretty whatever. sick. Like, just, yeah, like get on in. I don't care what you're doing. Leave me alone. I don't want to work. <laughs> and it's like I don't want to work. <laughs> I love this. I can, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a holiday again in France. It Let's is, just not work. Oh, I love that. It's, Give that. It's, it's second Bastille Day, so we can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a bank holiday. Don't ask which one. Right. We're not open. Right. Yeah, safe. <laughs> Close. Yeah. What's a What's your favorite regional beer? I don't give a shit about beer. Okay. Yeah, wow. I know. I, I I like drinking super light Miller Light, and I like Ooh. it. I like the way it makes me feel. Hey, but I don't have a palate for beer, and it can actually be a hindrance in talking to uh, fellow people my age. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have. Uh, I even work right now at a bar, and. I lie, 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 lie out of my butt when people are like, what does that taste like? And I'm like, an IPA. And they're like, oh, is it hoppy? <laughs> is is it hoppy? Is That's it? what, I'll get you one. <laughs> like, I don't know. I have no idea what any of that means. Hoppy generally means that I'm going to do one of these and I drink it. Like, you know, like that's, <laughs> I like wine. <laughs> I like I like mimosa. I, I just what's, like fruity, what? tasty stuff and Miller Lite a lot. What's, and Malort. I like Malort a lot. What's your favorite wine then? Oh, the white, a white or um, uh, anything under eight dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Not a big red wine guy. I like shitty cheap. I don't have. Yeah, Love I it. don't really care for. I like what alcohol does for you for the first hour and a half, and mm. then um, after that, it's just kind of a chore. Yeah. So I don't like make a big deal when I drink it. I just try and get it in and then feel good for that hour and then get tired and go to bed, get gassy. <laughs> Drinking has gotten definitely like different with age. Uh, yeah. Which I know is like a trite and boring thing to say, but it's true. It's not nearly as fun as it used to be. Uh, it's no longer a, a challenge. It's more of a time management thing now. Wow. <laughs> yeah. What used to be a how can we do this as much as possible to challenge our bodies is now I need the next two days to go well. So I need to stop at a certain hour and not and drink water. Yeah. <laughs> and like 
you know, there's a lot more planning that goes into it. I don't like to be hung over at work in any circumstance anymore. It just makes me shitty at what I do. Uh, and it makes, it just makes my life miserable. I don't like being hung over anymore, yeah. but it's like this constant balance when you work in a bar. I haven't worked in a bar in a long time. I got it from, a, I got the job from a friend, actually a solution who has worked in bars their, their whole life. And, uh, Going back to it is like an eye-opening kind of fucking thing where it's just like, hey, that guy just bought you a shot. And I'm like, the customer? And they're like, yeah, they want you to be drunk. And you're like, why? And this is a weird place. This is a weird dynamic. Like, that guy just wants you to also be drunk. And you're like, okay. Okay, but I also like to, you know, think on the job and like, you know, not get gassy or like, like gross mouth you know what yeah, i mean yeah. it's just it's such a weird it's just a weird it's a different culture i haven't been back into in a very long time and then also back to that favorite beer everybody wants to talk about spirits and stuff and i'm like have you ever put a little bit of orange juice in miller light on a sunday morning and <laughs> have seen yeah seen god, seen god. <laughs> the face of god uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so that's about the end of like my my knowledge and stuff. And then yeah, like I like Malort, like unironically as an aging hipster in Chicago. Wow. So I'm almost like a pain in the ass. Like people just like make fucking faces at me and they're like, What do you want? I was like, Oh, I really only shoot Malort because first of all, shooting is like an absurd thing that with age and pull back on context, you're like, I literally need that liquor in my body so fast. I will give it to me in the most could, like the the closest you'll get to being sick drinking it straight right <laughs> we've, we've designed a glass that is just enough that you won't puke uh inhaling it this way and yeah that's how you do it and it's just like i haven't thought of i never gave shots any thought until i was at a bar and you're just like need it to get gotta get started need it to work <laughs> and you're like oh no what a crazy environment so yeah have, have you great, great. have you made a, a malort uh mixed drink there was uh, a bar in Chicago called, there is, it's still around. Uh, I lived above it at a house venue. It's called Kohl's. Um, it's very, it's very hip and hipstery, which attracts. Um, I haven't been in a while because I live in a different neighborhood, but uh, when I, I would go there like <laughs> way too much when I was younger, I like to like go to a bar sometimes and just like either read or like play my DS or something. Mm. You know, uh, and just kind of like listen to people and music and yeah. have a couple beers. I used to I used to do that again a lot more when I was younger um, and I lived above this place. But I would like talk to like, some of the bartenders or whatever and talk about how I really like Malort. And we would just like fuck around. And we came up with one that was like orange juice, some beer. Because I, I, <laughs> I obviously I'm still doing this bit 10 years later with orange juice and Miller. Like this is an old joke that I gave you. Uh, and so like we did some of that. And then like a, a like a shot of Malort and like like a like an orange peel and then soda water. I think that's what it was, and it was surprisingly nice. It was like a nice a nice bitter sweet drink. Wow! And I drank that, and ever since I haven't made that again because I don't know <laughs> who's got time uh, to enjoy it. Just obviously one little glass and, and then shoot it. I feel <laughs> that's it. that's what I do with it now. But yeah. Yeah, what about you? What's your favorite beer? I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I'm a, I like Miller Lite. You know, I'm a Miller Lite guy. 
But is it your favorite? I, I saw. I was. Uh, uh, it made me like think about how I should be like. Ah, maybe I'll get one. Maybe yeah. I'll get a. Um, I don't know. There's um Salmon Mobile, Alabama, and uh, there's um a Beta out of out of Louisiana. Yeah. And uh, they have this no, beer called Andy Gator, and that's probably my my favorite like nice. beer. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Uh, I know a Beta because I think that's. I think that's one of cats. They do like fruitier, right? Is yeah, that... they've got one called like Purple Haze. That's like a yes. A fruit. So that's uh, second mention of cat contractually. Yeah. Is that that's like one of her favorites um, that we have in the house quite often. So I do. Hey, I know a thing or two. Yeah, there you go. About a beer. Bit of a beer hey. guy. Yeah. But yeah, I'm a bit of a you know big. You go to a brewery tour. <laughs> What's Pops. uh? Definitely. What's what's the most expensive shirt you bought? <laughs> uh, oh, it was probably Jesus. It was probably either. It's always like I can think of like the three most are a Bruce Springsteen shirt, a Billy Joel shirt, and a They Might Be Giants shirt at the event. The show, yeah. Yeah. So I, I got to see because my dad had work. And my parents got top row tickets to see Bruce Springsteen at Wrigley Field. I left after hour two uh, <laughs> after smoking weed in front of my mom with these two boomers next to me. So I, I had a chance to smoke weed in Wrigley Field. So I took it. It was yeah. sick as hell. Um, it was before it was legal uh, oh, okay. in, in Illinois. So that was sick as hell. Uh, and um yeah, around after like the the second hour, I got bored, but I was like, nah, I'm gonna go like look at the shirts, and there was like a really cool one, and I I was high <laughs> and a little drunk. I was like, I'm gonna get it. Didn't even look at those. Like, I want that one in large, and I took it. It was like sixty five dollars. I think the I think the they might be giants one for what it was. Uh, it was there. Uh, oh no, the one with the pink. It's like one of my favorite records by them. It's like a later record. Uh, the one with like the pink hearse that has the like monster truck wheels. Uh, that was like $45 and that one like disintegrated in the wash immediately. <laughs> and then the Billy Joel shirt that I still wear was also, I think another Wrigley field, yeah. you know, tropey Chicago thing to do is go watch someone at a baseball stadium. Um, but I love Billy Joel. So I didn't give a shit. Uh, yeah, that was like a fucking fifty dollar T-shirt, and then you wake up and you look at your bank statement, and you're like, Jesus fucking, fuck. yeah, Christ, like what the? It just says like Billy Joel at Wrigley Field, yeah. and it's like you want to like gesture towards it when you when you walk into a room, so people uh-huh. you justify the fifty dollars, and right. everyone's like, isn't he like a drunk asshole? And I'm like, yes, but the shirt, right? <laughs> like, look at expensive. it, it was fifty dollars. Right. Yeah. yeah, please. <laughs> oh shit, yeah. I was, Those are my three most. Yeah, I went to uh, before before the pandemic. I went to uh, I saw uh, Willie Nelson. Ooh! And, but like just looking at like the the merch table, it's it's always it always kills me at like a big show okay. like that where the the prices. Oh, they're ludicrous and they're amazing because they sell it hand over fist, and that's that's wild. That's the key, right? Yeah, that's the key. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, even at those blink sh- like that blink show we played and then that other one we just went to go watch their shit was like 45 dollars for like a tag i guess like you know how travis barker 
wears those shirts that are so anti-sleeve. I yeah. don't even know if they're legally shirts anymore. <laughs> yeah. They were like selling one of those for like 70 bucks. It's wow. just like, yeah. And it's like a single color. Like you got fucked by Blink-182. I don't know what those shirts. <laughs> <laughs> so it's some fucking sex joke or something. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, uh, Frozen in, in American Pie years. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> for that for that Blink show that y'all played, did y'all bump up your prices on your merch? Were you just like, I, okay, here's our shot. I think the weird rule was like there was price. So when you play those shows, you don't really have a lot of control over any of that shit. Oh, That's okay. all kind of set by like the venue or the touring package itself that has like rules because I think we had to price match at certain levels as to not undercut the value of the headliner, I think is the rationale, Um, which is obviously insane, but I think it's just kind of like an industry thing that has, that's like old and antiquated and won't change. But like, yeah. So I think we had to like bump up our prices. In fact, Wow. And I think we were only allotted so many designs and like you could only have so much stuff. And like, I think that's just how it works because I think 90% of that money that they make, excuse me, as I belch through this, like a professional, I'm getting all hopped up on spinny right now. Oh, um, man. I think a lot of the money made from those tours is through those markups and through that merch sale. Cause I, it's such an astronomical cost. Yeah, to put on this fucking show, right? And I think like the guarantees, although insane and like numbers we can never really grasp our heads around, are probably going to like the giant sign that sets on fire and says "fuck," <laughs> or what goes into a team of pyrotechnics to take on tour. Like yeah. that's a sentence, or the laser rig. You know, <laughs> like none right. of this stuff is probably cheap. So you sell a shirt for forty-five fucking dollars, and and you know make sure that Travis Barker can have his Mercedes Benz bus that he only gets to go into. Wow. And he also pays for that security guard so that his kid can play drums after the set (laughs) on stage in front of thousands and thousands of people. It was one of the weirdest things to see and be a part of a show at that level. It's like the weirdest. I don't know. I just don't know how things operate like that in that world. Like, Travis Barker didn't. He stepped in for the for the meet and greet thing, but there was always like, I guess my question is, who the fuck is hassling Travis Barker to this extent where he has like constant security around him? No one can look at him. He sits in his like secret, separate bus all day. It's like, what is it like to be? Is it really that bad? And if anything, then I empathize for him and feel terrible. But honestly, like really, if that guy just like put on a hat. And a full sleeved shirt, right? And went out to a Walmart. Did would anybody actually recognize him? Like, I don't think he's so. He's just some fucking guy when he puts that stuff on. But right. I guess so. When he's in the venue, a security guard can t- touch you, and just they're so strong, and just move your body <laughs> out of the way and let him walk because he's better than you. Travis uh, is walking yeah, now. Was, yes. Yeah, this is where Travis walks, and you walking here is lessening. The shitty concrete at the whatever center it was in Milwaukee. <laughs> the uh, yeah, now he's. I think he's dating a Kardashian now. So it, it might oh yeah, be- there's there's something. I mean, keeping up's ending, so we're not going to hear about it. Sadly, ah, you hate it. It's been a long run, you know. <laughs> I've kept up, and now I can no longer keer keep up. No, they're taking it from me. It's dog shit. <laughs> How am I going to know 
what old Kim and uh, other Kim are up uh, to, you know? Yeah, all, <laughs> all the Kims. Uh, the one that has the fitness thing. Uh, third mention of Cat. That's we watched that show. She's watched that show for years. Mm. It has. I love trash television. Oh, it's the best. I love. I love the E lineup of trash television. Yeah. I love me some Andy Cohen and all that. So yeah, the Kardashians are. They will be missed. <laughs> They're. That's it. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want to live in a world without the Kardashians. You know. Yeah, that's been a constant for like twenty years. Them just. Being rich on TV. Yeah. What a life. Wow. It's <laughs> what tough. a life. Mm. But yeah. So yes, we did have to raise our shirt prices. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you did you guys go with like was it like fifty bucks for a shirt? I cannot remember. I don't even think like I don't really think we did like any merch sales anyway. Yeah. I think it was like one of those things where everyone because if you drop like fifty dollars at the other shirt tent then there's no more $50 for your shirt, Ted. So right. people leave. And that was fine because then people just buy it from our website, which I think was like kind of what our merch person was being like, was like, just go on the website. It's like $20. <laughs> just go, just go right. there. Just wait. Buy your one, buy your shirt that says like shit, piss, fuck, whatever that song is. Because that was a shirt they were selling. So oh, okay. You can buy that. Yeah. Nice. You can buy that. I don't know why I'm dogging on Blink-182. I actually loved that band as yeah. a child. Oh, yeah. So. But it, it does age like American pie milk. So that's true. <laughs> what are you yeah. gonna do? What are you gonna do? I think you're right. What's uh, what's your perfect pizza? <laughs> this sucks. Cheese. Mm. You don't have to get fancy with it. I like mushrooms or spinach too. Yeah. Uh, I do like these. I'm a vegetarian, so I've been enjoying these cheeseless cheese pizzas that are like the whatever that the, the fake cheese is hitting. Hitting strides. Oh, you yeah. Know? What's... It's time to invest in the fake cheese because they're getting it, you know? Yeah. Get in now. It's the new coin. Um, yeah, so that's that's been exciting. There's a place called Dante's in Chicago that does all vegetarian and a bunch of... They got a bunch of punk roots and shit. They're really excellent. They use excellent fake meats, too. Um, Palermo's Fake Meats is a, a really excellent company in Chicago that is small and doing really tasty shit that yeah. doesn't have actual uh dead shit in it so that's my answer that's my perfect pizza from dante's fake uh palermo's pepperoni on top chef kiss it's always too big uh and they still cut it into triangles and i enjoy that because there's this bullshit out here in the midwest where we cut uh, the into the square pizza in the like the little oh. squares I don't like and it. it's just, what do you do with that middle shit? It's like, ah, it's all cheese. I need like a hand, bread handle. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not eating the crust right. other because then, then you're just eating bread, but yeah. uh, go into that. Right. We, could, we could be real pop punk and just talk about pizza. <laughs> well, I mean, the pizza was, was perfect. And then they started cutting it into the, the squares, like you're saying. Squares. Like, who, who, yeah. Who was like, uh, you know what? I'm just sick of the same old. Shit. We gotta you spice know? we gotta we gotta spice this up. Yeah, I gotta spice up this meatball. Yeah. Okay. And in in conjunction, a follow up to that question is what do you want on your tombstone? Uh I'll never die. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's what I've I've always wanted on it. That's cool. <laughs> so yeah, I think that'd be good. And then have my name and my quote and then the year of uh, birth and the year of death. Yeah. So Honestly, though, that implies that I'm going to have a tombstone. I think it would be funnier to just throw my body to the wolves, Ooh. have a party around it, 
let it just huck. Like you have all my friends. I mean, hopefully I'm old. You know, I get to live a full life. Right. Eh, you know, I'm already kind of old, so I guess at this point, whatever. But the physically able uh, friends of mine right. will throw me and then just, you know, give it. They have to do. It's written in that there's a, uh, yeah, dust, uh, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. And then they go, I guess I'll like get Subway to cater it. I won't spend a lot of money. But then they can have like a little party afterward. Yeah, get you a party sub. That'll be you know, yeah, fine. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I actually did go to a funeral that was catered by Subway, which is like one of my favorite. It was like one of my first funerals. It was like of my great, great grandfather. And that yeah. they didn't have a, or yeah, yeah, I think it was just great grand. They didn't have a ton of money. So it was just right. like, it was like a party sub. And I, I just loved it That's as a kid. It was like the weirdest. It was like in the same room, so there's like a dead person. Yeah, and then it's just like here's the big sub and a <laughs> bunch of. It had like the green cups for the fountain, like right. and it's like subway. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh man, <laughs> wow, uh, <laughs> that's great. That uh, well, it's terrible, you know, but it's great. You know, everybody dies. It wasn't it's like, true. It, yeah, it wasn't like an unexpected. Th- I think you hit a threshold where it's like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah it's not like someone who is like 22 and you're like oh my god that's terrible it's like 80 yeah okay no that, that tracks makes sense they yeah. died yeah <laughs> no shit <laughs> call but, me when yeah they come back <laughs> then i'll be then i'll be shocked yeah yeah <laughs> oh shit well uh Devin, yeah we've gone like an hour 15 here nice hell Great. yeah uh do, do you have any like uh closing words of wisdom or, or <laughs> encouragement or something that you I'll want. never die. No, I, <laughs> um, what? I don't know. Keep on be, be, be keep on being cool. No, I <laughs> be safe. Be cool. Don't be afraid to be yourself. Do your shit. That's, that's it. That's my, that's my good tidings. I love it to everybody. Just do whatever you want. Most of the time, unless it's bad. Right. Mm, that's good. I think that's Ooh. solid. Mic drop. There you oh, go. Drop. <laughs> there it is. Oh, Hell yeah. Well, Devin. Uh, uh, also, listen to my music and watch my Twitch show and give me money. So, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, it's more punk to make money than not. Don't let anybody fucking tell you that. These days, it's different now. It's true. They're your artists. Yeah. Jerks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Devin, stay on for a second, but you had options and you decided to talk to me today, and I appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, thank you. <laughs> Oh, I get it. Now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Thanks. Thank so. you. And thank you for wanting to talk to me. Of course. <laughs>